We're going to be learning Lakutzi Sichas, Chelek Tazayin, the third Sicha for Parsha Shemais, and this is going to be a Rashi Sicha. Uh, in this week's Parsha, in the second parak, it tells us how Moshe is saved by Batya, the daughter of Pare, and she gives him over to Yuchabed to nurse. And Pasuk Yud tells us, and the Yelad, the child grew up, and he was brought to the daughter of Pare, and she was to him as a son. She calls him Moshe because Mihamayim. Pasi Gedalov continues that it was in those days that Moshe grew up he goes out to his brothers and he sees their suffering and he sees each Mitzri hitting an Ayid so Moshe turns each way and he kills that particular Mitzri so reading these Pesukim de Pashtas uh, it seems very clear what's going on after it says that the Pasuk Pasuk tells us that the woman, which was Yochavet, takes the child and nurses him. Pasuk Yud continues that the child, and is brought to Baspar, that the child grows up. What does that mean that he grew up? Meaning is he didn't need it to be nursed anymore, and therefore he was brought back to the Baspar, and she considers him a son. And then Pasuk Yud when he continues that it was in those days that Moshe grew up, it means is that he obviously wasn't a two-year-old child anymore, but he grew up and now he's an adult, and he goes out to his brothers, and he sees what's going on, and, there, and when he sees what's going on, he, he takes a stand, and he hits the Mitzri and kills him. So it seems very clear what the Psukim are saying. And, and this that it says two times Be'igdal is also clear. The first time Be'igdal means that he was finished nursing. The second time means that he grew to maturity. Or a second way of learning it, uh, maturity physically, or a second way of learning it would be like the Rambam that says the second time means that he grew up. In Das, maturity. So one would be maybe physical maturity. He's not a two-year-old child. He's old enough, big enough to be able to take a stand and kill a Mitzri. Or the second option would be is that he grew up and he's mature. And he has the knowledge, he has the ability to understand what's going on with his brothers and to take a stand. It seems very clear from the Pesukim how, how, how to learn these words. When you look at Rashi, Rashi gives a different shot. And the truth is this shot is from the Medrash, the al tells us to us, the Tanhuma. And they asked, like Rashi asked like this, Rashi asked that it already says Our Pasik says, Rashi brings down the word but doesn't already send in the prior Pasik So Rabbi Yehuda answers that the first time it says that means in height, that he was high, he was tall, grew up. The second time it mentions it, it means that he was had it. He was gedula melshalashon godless greatness that he got a position, and the position was that he was appointed over the household of Pari. So the question is, what's bothering Rashi exactly? The simple reading of the Sukkim is very easy to understand. That it one is referring to when he finishes his nursing, and the other one is that he became an older individual, and therefore he's able to go to his brothers and, and take a stand to what's going on. So what, what is, what's bothering Rashi the Bechla that Rashi has to make any type of comment at all? Before we even get to the answer of Rashi, the question, there's no, there's, there's no issue with the Pasuk that Rashi needs to comment at all. So what's bothering him? What's bothering him with the, with the simple translation of the words? And there's a few more questions we can ask on Rashi. And let's, let's take each part of Rashi. If you look at the question, Rashi asks the question, The derech of Rashi always is, not to actually say what his question is. Rather, he explains the Pasuk, and by the, knowing the explanation of the Pasuk, automatically the question falls off. 
So you read the, the, the psukim with the correct interpretation, automatically you, you wouldn't have any questions. The second question that we can ask in Rashi is his answer. He says the first time it says, it means for lakuma, for height. What does that mean? He grew in height. Why is Rashi specifying height? See that he grew in general, all, all of his different the parts of him, his sight, his, his understanding, his, all, all the different faculties that he has would have become more mature. Why is Rashi specifying, specifying that Indian of Kuma, height specifically? If we look at the Medrash, which is the source of Rashi, over there the Medrash actually tells us. The Medrash over there tells us, it says, uh, there's actually two ideas in Medrash. It first tells us the Yigdal Moshe, and the metric explains, asks a question. What does it mean that, cha, that Moshe grew up? Doesn't everybody grow up? Why say that Moshe grew up? So the Medrash tells us that he was five years old, but he looked like 11. And then the Medrash says, the Yigdal, the Yigdal, why does it say the Yigdal two times? So the Medrash tells us the first time is for height, and the second time is for greatness. And the Medrash tells us that what was his gadula? That he was appointed as a position, that he was appointed to position to go out to his brothers, he had some type of position taking care of the Bnei Yisra. So, but it says in the end of the past exactly a position that he had. According to, so it's a little bit different than Rashi, what his position was. But what's relevant for us is that when the Medrash is saying that the first one means for height and the second one means the position, it's understood what the Chiddush is. The Chiddush of the Medrash is that he was a five year old child and he had the height of an 11-year-old. But, but Rashi, that's not what Rashi means, because if Rashi meant that, he would have said that idea, because as we know, Rashi will explain something, he'll at least make a remiss, some type of indication that when he says kuma, he means some type of miraculous type of, of height, that he, a five-year-old looks like an 11-year-old. But he doesn't hint this at all within his peerage. And the truth is, if the, the, other, the only other time that we find this idea in the Torah is in Bereshis, when it's talking about Lamach. And Lamach, as we know, killed two Vulcani by accident, and he's speaking with his wives because they don't want to have any children with him. And part of his discussion, he says, is, am I like Cain, who killed someone who is, who killed Hevel, that he was a man in height, but he was a child in years, meaning he was much bigger than his, his physical years would have warranted. So when Rashi does want to give you the indication that there is a disparity between the age and the height, he tells it to you. Over here, there's no hint at all that there's a disparity between the height and the years. So what does Rashi even mean? Why is he specifying the idea of Kuma? The Medrash specifies it to tell you that there was a miracle going on over here. That when the Torah tells us, the Yigdal is trying to tell you a Chiddush, how Moshe was a miraculous type of child. But according to Rashi, it doesn't seem like there's any miracle. So why is he specifying the idea of Kuma? Let's look at the second part of the answer. So we said the first one was Lakuma. The Hasheni, the second time it says Ve'yigdal, that means Lagdula. And what was his Gadula? That he was appointed over uh, the house of Pari. So where, where do we know that he was appointed over the house of Pari? Where's the indication that that was the position that he got? The Medrash, which is the source of Rashi, says that he was appointed over his brothers. That shot makes sense because the Pasa continues, that he went out to his brothers. So the Medrash is learning that because these two ideas are together, that he, that the position that he had was going out to his brothers, taking care of the, the affairs of the Jewish people. I believe it says in other Midrashim that one of the things that Moshe Rabbeinu did when he became 
uh, their 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 uh, their their minister he took took control over their servitude is that he gave them Shabbos as a day off because because he said if they have a day off they'd be able to work better the other days of the week that's one of the things that Moshe Rabbeinu did he he gave, he gave them Shabbos but either way Rashi doesn't hold of that clearly he says he got the position of running the household how does Rashi know that from the pesukim so those are the three questions within the Rashi itself a why is Rashi saying his question. Rashi usually doesn't say the question. Over here, he's actually specifying what the question is. B, within the answer, why does he specify that the first V'yigda HaYelad is Yikuma? And the second V'yigda HaMoshe, uh, he says it means that he's appointed over the House of Pyre. Where does he know that from? Two more ideas we could look at is the Divra HaMaskal. It says V'yigda HaMoshe. Since the question is on the word V'yigda, why it says V'yigda two times, why does Rashi quote the word Moshe within the Divra Hamaskal? So the truth is, there, there is somewhat of an answer that you can give why that's in the Divra Hamaskal, because it could be that Rashi is trying to stress what the diff, how do we know that the first Yigdal means in height and the second one means in position. So he tells us that he also quotes the word inside the Divra Maskal. So he says in the Divra Maskal. Then he says part of the question. It's because he's trying to tell you that how do I know that Tarishan is Lakuma? Because the first time it says Yelad. So the Yigdahal the Yelad grew up. So what does he what does it mean a child grows up? It means is he, he got height. And the second time it says Vigdal Maisha, so that clearly has nothing to do with anything physical. So, because it says Moshe, so rather what it means is the Yigdal Moshe that he became, he got a position of importance. So it could be that's why Rashi's quoting the words the Yigdal Moshe, because that's explaining part of the way how we know that the Yigdal Moshe means Inyan of Hashivas. Because it's a, as opposed to when it says Yigdal Yala, which, which since it says the word Yala, we're going to assume that it has something to do with Moshe being a child and he's growing up from being a child. Over here, it doesn't mention anything about being a child, it just says Moshe. So therefore, it has nothing to do with growth. It has to do with position. So that could be a possible um, reason. But the Rebbe does point out in Ha'ara that, that if that was the Pshat, it should have really, why does the Pasuk say, it's not a question on Rashi, but then why does the Pasuk say V'yigdal Maisha? It should have said V'yigdal Ha'ish. Because just like when we say Yeled, it's the implication is that he's a child and the growth would be something, uh, the growth of the actual child to something which is bigger. When you say Ish, Ish means uh, an individual. I'm saying Ish means that the person is growing as an Ish. Ish is a person of importance. That's when the Ish is used in the third. It means a person of importance. So Ve'yigdal Ish would mean that the person became more important. As we find by Yitzchak, it says Ve'yigdal Ish, that the man became very great. It doesn't say Ve'yigdal Yitzchak. It says Ve'yigdal Ish. And it says that he had a hundred times more produce than he thought. And everyone said about Yitzchak that they would prefer the, the, the manure that his animals made over the gold and silver of Abimelech. Meaning is that even the manure that they could use for fertilization was, had so much value because there's so much of it. And it was, I guess, also good quality. It was, had more value than all the gold and silver of Abimelech. So if that was the indication of the Pasek, it's not really the word Moshe that would indicate that it has to do with, you know, that he got a position of importance. Rather, the Pasek should have used the words Ish. So it could be, so actually the Rebbe is saying this idea that maybe it says Ve'yigdal Moshe because it's trying to contrast it to Ve'yigdal Hayalet. But if that was the only idea of what's going on over here, 
that Halgufa Kasha, why does the Pasuk use the word Vayigdal Meish? It should have used the word Vayigdal Meish. So vindication is because it says, it's not really from the Vayigdal Meish that the word Meish is indicating. But the Rebbe's trying to point out, it's not really the word Meish that's indicating that was, you know, Hashivas, you know, that he got a position. It's something else in the Pasuk that's really indicating that he got a, a level of position. Because if it was from the words itself, it would have said Vayigdal Meish, and then we would have known the person became great. It says Vigdal Moshe, it's something to do with that Moshe became great. There must be some other type of indication in the Pasuk. So Ibizai and, and, and Lachayor, what's the indication? The indication is because it says Vigdal two times. So the first one means growth, the second time would mean greatness. That's, that's, that's what it seems like Rashi's trying to tell us. So Ibizai, the original question comes back why Rashi has to mention the word Moshe? It's not because of the word Moshe, it's because it says Vigdal two times. So take out the word Moshe. And the last question is the man, the Amr, who said this. The, 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 it was Rabbi Huda, Rabbi Yolai. We know that Rashi doesn't usually give the name of the Balhamemra. So why over here does Rashi feel he needs to give the name of the Balhamemra? So those are the questions on this particular Rashi. So there's two answers that the Rebbe gives. The first one he's going to upschlag, and the second one he's going to keep. The first one is important because it's going to look at the, a, very more, a very simplistic way of understanding the Pesukim. And once we understand how that cannot be pshat in Rashi, then we'll be able to see where Rashi is coming from. So the answer that the Rebbe gives is, is that when it says Vayigdal the first time, we understand what Vayigdal is, that he grew up. What did he grow up from? The Pasuk tells us he was nursing, and therefore he couldn't stay by Baspare. But once he grew up, that would have meant that he grew up, that he was old enough that he didn't need a nurse. And therefore, he came to Baskar. Fine, that would make sense. But when it says the second time Yigdal Moshe, it doesn't tell us he grew up to what age. Just Moshe grew up. Grew up to what? Was he 20 years old? One measure says he's 20. The other measure says he was 40 years old at that period of time. The Pasuk doesn't give us any indication of what that growth was. So therefore, it seems like an irrelevant point because it doesn't tell us how big he became. Like if it's an important point that he became older than tell us what that age is, but you don't actually give us any indication of what that age was. The first time it does, it means he was two years old. Over here, we still have no idea how old he was. So why even bother? Could have just said, you know, uh, after the, these events, Moshe went out to the fields, and we also would have understood that he was old enough for a certain event to occur. By saying the Yigdal and not telling us how much he grew, how old he was, it doesn't seem to be adding anything to the story, because we, we still don't know how much the, the Gidl was. So maybe that's what Rashi's telling us, that the second time cannot mean, even though it would be, maybe, it would, it would be nice that the, the word, the Yigdal, since it's being used twice in the same parsha, should have the tr- same translation. But we hear Rashi's telling us, you cannot say that it means the same translation, that there he grew up to be two years old, and now he grew up that he's even older, because it doesn't tell us how old he was. Therefore, Rashi's to tell us, what does it mean? That means he was great in Hashivas. But the problem with this pshat is a few issues. First of all, this wouldn't fit in Rashi, because Rashi tells us what his question is. According to Rashi, the question is that it already says Vayigdal Hayala. According to this interpretation, there's no problem that it says Vayigdal two times, and it said Vayigdal Ayelet already. That's not the problem of Rashi. 
The problem only is that it says Vayigdo doesn't tell us what his age was. So the question that Rashi is asking that Haloy Kfar, because it doesn't already say Vayigdo Haloyala, is not the question that Rashi is having. It has nothing to do with the issue that Rashi is supposedly telling us that it says Vayigdo, but doesn't tell us how old he was, how much he grew. Therefore, it must mean cheshivas. He doesn't hint to that at all in the question. The question he's asking is irrelevant to, to, to the problem he's addressing. The second issue is that why does Rashi even need to say harisha lakuma? According to this interpretation, we understand what the first vayigdal means. The first one means that he grew up, that he was old enough, that he didn't need a nurse. So that's fine. The only question is, what does the second vayigdal mean? What does the second vayigdal mean? Because it doesn't tell us what he, how old he was, what, what did he grow up to be? So it should have just said, it should have just basically tell us Hasheni Lakuma, or just write the words, sorry, Hasheni Lakdula, or just write the words, Lakdula Shemenua Beis Pare. That's all he needs to write. He could have cut out the question, could have cut out the name of the Baal Memra, could have cut out the idea of Arisha Lakuma, just put in the idea that he was, he got a position of importance. And that would have answered the question, what does this second Vayigdal mean? It means that he got a position. That's it, cut everything else out. And the third problem is is and this is an interest an interesting question is that Rashi, as we know, only will comment if we are unable to figure it out from the story itself or from a prior comment that he has explained. We already know that the word Vayigdal has different translations. As we find by Yitzchak, by Yitzchak, it also uses the word Vayigdal twice. It says Vayigdal Yitzchak, that he grew up, that he was weaned. And it also says Vayigdal Ish that he became very great. Vayigdal Ish, the Lashon of the Pasuk is, Vayigdal Ish Vayelech Holach Vagolol At Kigolom Oid. And clearly in that second time that it's being used, it means he grew in greatness. He became a very great individual. So we already know that the word Be'yigdal has these two translations. So therefore, Rashi doesn't really need to tell us anything because we can figure this out on our own. The first one clearly meant that he grew, that he was weaned. And the second time when it says Be'yigdal, and it doesn't tell us what the, the Gidl was, then obviously it doesn't mean a, a growth, a physical type of growth. Alamai must mean that he got a position, that he became great. He became an important individual. That's like why Yitzhak means Vigdalish became an important individual. But here it also means he became an important individual. He, he got a position. So Rashi wouldn't need to even tell us anything because we could figure out that the Vigdal over here means a, 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 a level of, of, of importance. So therefore, this chat doesn't really work out well either. And why doesn't, I, I should have pointed this out earlier, but why doesn't maybe Rashi like the Ramban's chat? Maybe you could say like this, the first Vayigdal means he was weaned. And when it says the second Vayigdal, maybe it just means the Das. Why doesn't Rashi just say that he grew up, means that he grew up in knowledge and understanding, he was more mature. So the reason why Rashi doesn't like that shot either is because there's no indication that Vayigdal Moshe has anything to do with maturity from those words. When the Torah is trying to tell you that, that, that if someone became more mature and has greater levels of das, it will use the idea of the yigdal hanar, like we find earlier in the Torah when it's talking about Yaakov. And Esav, it says, that the youths became older. And Rashi tells us that until the age, and this is with the explanation of the fortune, that until the age 
of, uh, they became 13 years old. Because until the age of 13, when Esav would do his shtosim, they assumed, oh, it's just because he's a kid. But once he reached the age of 13, and Esav's going to the Batei of Adizara and doing his shtosim, and Yaakov's busy doing, learning Torah, etc. So then they were able to recognize the difference between the child, children. Meaning is that the Yigdulah and Ari mean that when the children became mature, they became 13 years old, that they had Das, then they were able to know uh, we're able to know that the decisions that they're making are decisions which are with das, and this is who they truly are. So if our parsha was trying to tell us that v'yigdulu Moshe, it shouldn't have said v'yigdulu Moshe, it should have said v'yigdulu ha-yalad, v'yigdulu ha-nar, that would have told us that it has to do with that the, the, the nar, the child, became more mature. But it doesn't say v'yigdulu ha-nar, which would imply that the, the, the youth became greater. It says v'yigdal Moshe. So there's no indication that the Vigigdal of year has anything to do with maturity. On the contrary, it says Vigigdal Maisha, and then he went out to his brothers, the implication would be more, be more that he got a position of power. He became a great, important person. He became an important person. Then he goes out to his brothers, and he gets involved in their plight. So the implication would be more of the idea of getting a position of, of, of importance. But Ayyubazai, that has to do with getting a position of importance. Um, again, we don't need Rashi to tell us that idea, because we could have known that on our own. So what exactly is bothering Rashi? So we're back to our original question. What is bothering Rashi? So if you read the Psukim, Pasigidalf starts off. And it was in those days. What does it mean Behibiyamahim? So Hibiyamahim means in that period of time, if you contrast it to later on, Perk Bey's Pasuk Chav Gimel, it says, So over here in Pasuk Yilaf, it says, Pasuk Chav Gimel, it says, So what's the difference? When it says, it means literally in those days. When it says, it means a, a much greater period of time. Like in those many days, as Rashi explains, that Moshe was in Midyayim, which, according to some, that was, you know, depending how old he was when he killed the Mitzri, some say he was 20 years old, some say he was 40 years old, but he definitely only came back when he was 80, so he was either in Midian for 60 years or for 40 years. So he, beyond the Rabbi Mahay, makes sense that in during those lengthy days that Moshe was in Midian, 40 to 60 years, that's when the Melech Mitzrayim died and B'nai Yisrael started crying. So that's when it uses the word Rabbi. When it just says, what it means is literally in that period of time. So if a Zay, it's hard to understand. Pasik Yud, according to the way that we've been learning it, means that the child finished nursing and he's brought the Baspara. And it says in those days Moshe was the Yigdal Moshe and he goes out to his brothers. What, what is that supposed to mean? What is that supposed to mean? It's all happening at the same period of time. And that's what's bothering Rashi. He's saying it says Ve'yigdal two times, but it, it doesn't make sense how it could use two times. If it's referring to physical growth, well, how could at the same period of time he's having two types of physical growth? That doesn't make sense. Elamai, you're going to tell you the first one means he grew physically. The second one would mean that he had chashivas. He got a position of power. But how is he getting a position of power when he's two years old? That doesn't make sense either. And the only one shot that would make sense would actually be the Ramban. That the first one means that he was grew up, that he was a child of two years old, and then the he beyond him. And those days when he was two years old, or you know maybe three years old, he 
got enough das to go out to his brothers and understand what's going on. He gets involved in their fight. So that at least would make sense because we find other places in the Torah where a small child has a lot of das. For example, we find by Rivka, she was three years old and she already had enough das to accept the, the marriage proposal as we saw earlier on. So the Ramban's chat would make sense. The first one is he weaned. The second one is that even at this small child, he was he matured at, at those days, right after he came to Baspara, a short period afterwards, he was mature enough to go to his brothers and, and, and see what's going on. But as we already mentioned earlier, if that was the pshat, it should have said or Why does it use the expression of Moshe, which is, it sounds like it has to do something that this is Moshe Rabbeinu. Stam, I mean, this is maybe a side point. This that it says the first time Yalad and the second time Moshe, that itself is not a question. Because only at the end of Pasuk Yud is, is he given a name. So the child is Vigdah Yalad, he's brought the Bas Par and she calls him Moshe. So that's only once he's already brought back the Bas Par, that's when he gets the name. Lift from Pasuk Yud Alf and he continues Vigdah Moshe, at least that fits, but now he's, he gets a name. Fine. But the point is not that. Uh, that, that it, it should have continued using the expression of yelet. The idea is that if it's trying to express that it had to do with the union of maturity, why change it to Moshe? Should have just kept it as yelet? Because that's the point, that the yelet grew up, the yelet became more mature. It's trying to stress that fact, but it, it, the passage doesn't imply that. So therefore, Rashi has to tell us a, a beautiful shot, a very interesting shot. He says that the first time in the passage when it says, it doesn't mean that he was weaned doesn't mean lahanaka from weaning. Rather, it means in height. Vayigdal yelad means that he grew in height, that he was tall, that he, he was physically a much larger person, meaning is he wasn't just two years old. He was older than two. He was already had height. You see different madrashim bring that he was five years old, six years old, some say even 11 or 12 years old. Uh, you know, we brought the Tanakhuma said that he was really five, but he looked like he was 11. But the point is that when it says kuma, it means is that he wasn't a two-year-old child. He was somewhat of an older child, somewhere between the age of five, even all the, all the way to the age of 12. So according to that shot, that it was Bukuma, that he was already older. He wasn't two, he was five to 12 years old. Then when it says the second shot, the Yigda that he, he, then, that he got a position of power, a position of importance, then at least that makes sense. So the Yigda he grew up that he was ready, somewhat of a man. He was big. And then he got a, a, a position of power. So that fits. And according to this, we can now have an answer to the first few questions that we had of the Sikha. The first question we had is, what's bothering Rashi? So now we understand what's bothering Rashi. How could you have two times Ve'yigdal when it's taught, it's in the same period of time, how could you have the first Ve'yigdal, meaning he's two years old, and then he gets a position of power? It doesn't make sense. So what, that's what's bothering Rashi. What does the, the second Ve'yigdal mean? The next question is, why is Rashi telling us the question? He never tells us the question. The answer is because Rashi is trying to tell us that the Chiddush in our, the Chiddush of his Pshat actually has nothing to do with our Pasuk. It has to do with the prior Pasuk. That Halayk Fark Siv Doesn't it already say V'yigdah Yelad? So if it already says V'yigdah Yelad, that means um, that he was only two years old. So if he's only two years old, how does he get a position of power? So the Rashi has to tell us, no, when it says V'yigdah Yelad, it means not that he was weaned, that rather he had Kuma, he had height. So Rashi's trying to stress that. So like Farak Siv, he's trying to point to you that when it says in the prior Pasuk, 
It doesn't mean what you originally thought when you read it. Rather, you have to change the pshat. Vigdal Yelen means kuma. Because if it was just in that earlier pasik on its own, you could have taka thought that it means really. It's only once you come to this pasik, the next pasik, then you can understand that the prior pasik actually doesn't mean weaned from nursing, but rather it means in height. And that's why Rashi actually gives that translation of the prosecute over here, because only once you have prosecute up can you understand what prosecute means. And that also explains the, 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 the third question we had, which was, why does Rashi tell us only the idea that he grew in height? The purpose is he's trying to tell us that he, he's trying to say height as opposed to finishing nursing. When he's finishing nursing, you're just two years old. And he's saying that he was grew up in height, meaning is that he wasn't just two years old. He was taller. He was he had some type of height already. He already had some level of maturity, physical maturity, that he would be able to get a, some type of position. But we have a few more a few more things we got. We have a few more questions to deal with, plus one new one. The new one is why would a, why would Yocheved only give Moshe back to Bas Parai once he was Vayigdal Bukuma, which we said is sometime between the age of five and twelve. She hired her only for nursing. So wouldn't the Bacha wanted the child back at the age of two as soon as the nursing was finished? So that's not such a strong Shaila, Rebbe says, because Yochebed, since it was her child, she probably came up with different reasons why Moshe needs to stay with her. You know, the, the child is very connected to me. He, he, he's, he'll, it would harm him to leave what he's used to. And you know, Bacha is a princess. You're busy with other things. You don't know how to take care of kids. Let me take care of the child. And, you know, different types of reasons like that. He was able to, she would be able to hold on to her. She would be able to hold on to Moshe until he became a older age. But once he reaches the age of Bukuma, that he already looks much older, he looks like a big kid or, or an adult already, then at that point, she wasn't able to really hold on to the kid anymore. So the Yigdal Yelet, that when Yedel grew up, Bukuma, and he looked big, he was big, and she was not able to give any more excuses, then she brought him to Baspar. And then once she's being brought to Baspare, Moshe Rabbeinu is like a son to her. And since he's like a son to her, she says, because I drew you from the water, she gives him that name. And then the next passage says, in that period of time that he's brought to Baspare, and she's, he's already a larger child, larger kid, then she appoints, he gets the position of being on charge of, of the house of Pare. Why? First of all, how do we know? The next two questions were, how do we know that he was appointed as a position of power, that he was running the, bas, the household of power, right? And also we had a question, why does it say Moshe in the Divra Maschal? So those two points are really connected. The reason why he was appointed as a position of, uh, 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 over the household of power was because Yochebed loved him. Yochebed loved him and wanted to give him a, a position of importance. That's why it's, we're stressing the idea of Moshe, the Yigdal Moshe. When a name is given, a name always in Torah stresses the idea of Chavivus. When you want to show a lot of Chavivus, you'll even say the name twice, Avraham, Avraham. It's also in one of the first Rashi's in our parish. It says when he counts them, he counts the, the, the Shvatim by their names, because it's a Lashon Chavivus when you call somebody by name, and obviously just how it is, even uh, with, uh, out of Torah, when you call someone, hey, sir, mister, that doesn't show that any, any Chavivus left to the person. When you call somebody by a name, that gives the person a level of importance that you're recognizing him as an individual. So by stressing that was Megigdal Moshe, that was the name that Bas Pare gave him. 
A, it's a name, and it's a name that Bas Power gave him. And we know that Bas Power drew him from the water, or there were miracles that happened, her arms stretched out for to be able to pull him in. So all those are reasons why they loved him, and therefore he would have been given a position. That's why Rashi is saying, Dalmaish is trying to explain to you why would he have gotten this position. But why that position? So the reasoning is because he's, he's either five years old, he's 12 years old at the highest. Why would he have, how could Pari give him a position over all the things that have to do with the Malucha, over in Yonim Kulalim that have to do with the Malucha? There's going to be a lot of people that are very upset. A lot of sarm he would have to fight with, giving a small child, even if he's a big child, a position of importance. But rather, what makes the most sense, what position he would have been given, he would have been given a position that had to do with the household. Bas Pyre, she lives in the house. She's obviously, she's a princess. She's a very important person that's living there. So she's able to get that her child be running the household. But not that, but he, she can't get him, or it'd be very difficult to get him a position where he's, a position that other people want, that ministers want, like a, the minister of defense or the minister of finance, that's going to be something difficult for him to get. Even if he is bedas, he is deserving, he's very intelligent, maybe he could do a great job, but there's many people that came before him. He, he just returned to the house, he's going to get such a position. That's hard to say. So the Haikacha so of Rashi, that it was a more simpler type of position, something that Baspari would have an easier time of getting Moshe, is being appointed over the household. So that just fits with the, the age that he's at, uh, who's giving him the position, really. It's coming from his mother. That's why it says in the Pasuk, it's stressing that it's because of the love that his mother had for him. That's how he got the job. He loved the Ben. So therefore, that, that would make sense, the position that he had. Stam, this also explains us to jump back. So that answers those two questions. Again, why it says Moshe and the how we knew that it was over the home. We jump back to the source of Rashi, the Yalkut Shemaini, so now that we understand Rashi better, we can also understand the Yalkut Shemayni a, a little bit better and just some, some deep tiyukin. So we look at the Yalkut Shemayni, as I mentioned earlier, he brings two ideas. He says, the Yigdal Maisha, and he asks, doesn't everybody grow up? Why is he saying the Yigdal Maisha? Everyone grows up. So he says, oh, he grew up, it was a miracle. He, he was five years old, but he looked like 11. And then he says, it says, the Yigdal, Yigdal Shtepamim. And so the Medrash answers, the first time is the Kuma, the second one was the Gdula. And what was this Gdula that he went out to his brothers, that he got a position to take care of his brothers. So the question, again, the question that I, I can ask, I'll ask the question on the Medrash, is what's the Medrash, it, it doesn't make sense so much, the Medrash. He, really, he asks you, what does it say, V'yigdal Maish? And he tells you that there was, the, the second time he says V'yigdal basically is a miracle, that he was five, but he looked like he's 11. So then he asks, why do you say V'yigdal, Yigdal Shtepam, and didn't you, what's your question? You just answered that. The first Vigdal would mean Kachuta, that he was that he was weaned. And then you're asking, why does it say Vigdal much? Doesn't everybody grow up? The answer is yes, and he grew up miraculously. He was he grew up very fast. He was a five-year-old, but he looked like he's eleven. That also takes care of why it says Vigdal twice. The, the first Vigdal is he finished weaning, and he, he was finished weaning, and he was weaned off nursing. And the second one would mean that this miraculous type of growth that he had. So 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 it doesn't make sense. Even why is he asking the question? But if we're, but now with the Rebbe's chat, we can understand what the Yalta Chmaini is saying. The question that he's asking the Yigdal, the Yigdal is not why does it say two times, because that we can understand according to his way of learning. The question would be is, it says Vihibi Yom Mahim, it all happened at the same period of time. So if the first day Yigdal means he was weaned, and the second one means he's five years old and he looks like he's 11, 
That doesn't fit very well. Was he two years old or was he five years old? That doesn't fit. So that's what the question of the Yalkut Shemayni is asking. And the answer to that is that the first time it says Vayigdal, he was five years old, but he looked like 11 mitzad his height. And the second time it says Vayigdal means that he was five years old, but in, in, in levels of position of importance, he was like an 11-year-old that he was able to get a position of power, of importance, uh, so he had the, the importance of 11 year old, I guess, in the house of Pare, that he'd be able to get a, a position of power. And what was the position that he got? He went out to his brothers. Deborah points out that why is the Tanhuma said that his position, his godless was that Vietzel Achav? So the Pashas, the reasoning is because of the same issue Rashi's having. Rashi's saying, how are you appointing this guy over levels of position that other people want? So, so, so Rashi answered, it just means over the household. Tanhuma's giving another shot that means over the Bnei Yisrael. But why doesn't Rashi give the Pshat and Tanchum of Yetzalachav? It does have that Milo that it's within the same Pasuk itself. Um, so, so the Rebbe mentions, uh, this is in Ha'ara 34. Um, so he says like this. He says, It's hard to say that Mitzad Chavivis he would get a position of greatness in general, meaning the general government. Or he would get a position as it relates to his brothers, like the Tanakhuma says. Because the other ministers will demand, why are you appointing someone who's younger, a youth, over them? Or they might say, The whole purpose of power is to make a Zeres and to Meshav of the Bnei Yisrael. And now you're going to appoint one of the Jewish people over you. Assuming that they knew that Moshe was Yid, which is not so clear. Within the home itself, where the, the voice of the daughter of Pari is heard, that she would have the capability to appoint him as, as, the, as, the, as the one running the household. So it seems like the Rebbe is trying to answer that even when it says Yetzel Achiv, that's still a position of importance of power. So either there would be other ministers that would complain. I'm not sure. Maybe there were other Yidin, by the way, that were ministers that had, you know, that the, Yidin, the other Yidin that might have had positions of power. I'm assuming not everybody was literally the lowest levels of slaves. You know, the Levi, the, the family of Levi wasn't slaves. Probably there were other individuals that also had levels of importance. Um, that's could be one answer. The second answer would be is, um, that as they said, that you're, you're, you're going to appoint a Yid to run that type of position, the Yitzel Achav, I guess that's a totally different way of looking at it, but you're going to appoint a Yid that's going to take care of his brothers. Uh, and again, but that answer, the Rebbe points out, will only work if we are assuming that people knew that he was a Yid, which is not so clear from the story that they knew that he was a Yid at, at that point in time. Okay, so that answers this part of the Sikha. So the last thing we, we just need to explain is, why does it give the name of the Bala Memra? So the reasoning is, the name of the Bala Memra is coming to answer usually, or give additional explanation to something that would bother a more seasoned type of, of student. And, and what, what's coming over here to tell us is, it wants to make it more upgulate, best of the Indian, that, that because of the Nesiyah's Chaim, that since they love Moshe, therefore they would have given a, position that Lachari he wasn't really fit to have. 
So yes, we're trying to say that she loved him and she gave him a position, but still, he's a young child, and we're seeing that he's getting a position that he's not really fit for. Uh, it could make sense, but we're going to bring the name of the Balamemra where we can see this idea very clearly. And even though we have other times in Torah where we find someone young getting a position that maybe they weren't deserving, and we find Yosef, he got a position to run the household of Paiti Para, even though he was a Nar, he was a Nar Ivri, he was only 17 years old, but still, you know, Yosef was still 17. That's not the same as being a five-year-old or a 12-year-old. So the story of Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Loi is that Rabbi Yehuda was a very poor individual. It says that him and his wife had to share one set of clothing. Uh, that's why when there was Roshim and Galil was Gezer Tainus, Rabbi Yehuda didn't come. And they wanted to know why did he show up for the Tainus. He says because he didn't have any clothes to put on. Nonetheless, we, we find that the Rabbi Yehuda is called the Rosh HaMedav Muhammad, that the Kezar appointed him as the spokesperson for the Jewish people. He would be the one that spoke first. Um, and he was appointed over the base Nasi. The reasoning is, because even though B'chitsoinius, he was very poor, and he probably, the way he looked, he looked like a poor individual, and he wasn't fitting to be the one that was the uh, spokesman for the Jewish people to the king. Nonetheless, Mitzad, the, the, he was able to be Ma'ilachem, the Mitzad, the Nesinus Chem that he was able to have, the Inham Malchus. Therefore, the, the king made him, the Kezar made him as the head. So here we're seeing the same idea, that he wasn't fitting Mitzad, his Chetzonius, like a look. He looked like a poor person. He didn't look like a, a nobleman that should be in the king's palace. But because he found Chem in the eyes of the Kezar, uh, and that's the whole story, how he found Chem, which is for another time, but basically, the, well, the basic idea is that Ramesh Shibon Yochai, was making fun of the Romans, saying that the roads they made was just to collect taxes. Rabbi Huda said that it was a good thing they made uh, roads because now people were able to go learn Tyra, and he was saying good things about the Romans. So he found Cain in the rise. So, so anyways, the same thing is in our situation. Even though he was very young, but sad his Maila, that he found Cain in the eyes of the Baspare, therefore um, she, she, was, she gave him a position of importance. And just to point out two interesting Ha'ars, Ha'ar 36 and 37, where in 36, the Rebbe points out that even though it's possible that we, we find in the Torah many times that there were very young individuals that were very intelligent. Like we have Rifka, she was three years old. Um, we find that um, Miriam was five years old when she was taking care of the, the children. Uh, we know Menashe, he was a interpreter for Yosef. He couldn't have been older than the age of seven at that point of time. So we have here young individuals that are very intelligent and were able to do important jobs. But the difference between all these other individuals and Moshe was that these were not positions of power that others wanted. They were interpreters, they were very smart, but it wasn't actually positions of power. Therefore, when you appoint a child to Gedula, that's a Bezoyan for the other ministers. Uh, and he says, we do have a little Ian. But Salah was 13 years old when he was appointed to the head of the Mishkin. And we know he couldn't have been older than 13 years old. But he just said, but I guess two points to point out over there that, first of all, he was 13, so he was technically an adult. And B, it's not so clear that was a position of, 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 of a position over others. This was that he was in charge of building the Mishkan. Okay, so I guess that last point, if that would be considered a position of power or not, is debatable. I guess it's the same idea of being appointed on 
the household of Pare, but definitely he was already 13 years old, which is different than being five or even to the age of 12. But we do find that there were certain kings that Yehoyash was seven years old when he became a king. We know that Shlomo Melech was 12 years old when he became a king. So again, we're finding very young people being appointed to positions of power. But the difference is, regarding Yoyash, he was, he was part of the dynasty. He was part of the, the base David. And also, he was just a regent. He had Yoyada, the Kayan, who was helping him in this thing. So he was the regent. Well, Yoyada was the regent. He was part of the base David. So it had nothing to do. It, was, it wasn't a position that he was appointed to. It was a position that he inherited. And with Shlomo Melech, when he was 12, first of all, he was a Chacham Mekaladim, so he's a Yitzim and a Kalal in general. But uh, besides for that, he was promised to Basheva that he would get that position, regardless of the age. And there was also the Vuh that he was supposed to get that position. So that's why th- that would have been different when it goes to Malchus. But over here, it, it's why would Moshe have gotten such a position at such a young age? Uh, R37, the Rebbe points out that we said that the reason why Rabbi Yehuda is being mentioned in this Devar Maschal is because Rabbi Yehuda was an example of somebody that Bechatsonius wasn't fitting for position, but he got the position because the Nesiyah Schein, same thing, Moshe, that maybe he was young and he wouldn't have been fitting. It's not his Chatsonius. So, of course, he did have the Das. It was just Chatsonius. How can he get a position when there are older individuals around? So he said it's because the Nesiyah Schein, if you're Chaviv to somebody, you can get the position. So that gives an alternate explanation of why Rabbi Yehuda is mentioned. He says, because Rabbi Yehuda Paskins in Truma's Perikal, Mishnah Gimel, that a child, Shalai Hebi Bey Cyrus, his Truma is Truma. So you are able to, a child is able to be, do truma. So just like he's able to do truma, that means he has das. So even a child is able to do truma, that means he has the das to be able to do a freshest truma. So Rebbe says that's not, we, that wouldn't be enough of a reason for Rashi to bring it. Because first of all, we find already many times in Tyre that there are young children with a lot of das. You already have Rivka. So why would Rashi have to bring Rabbi Huda Rabbi Lai, which is like a Mishnah and Maestras, a trumas, we have Rivka, who's only three years old, which he already brought, Rashi himself brought that earlier. So we don't need an example about that a small child could have das. And second of all, the issue over here has nothing to do with das, as we mentioned. The idea of what's bothering us has to do with the idea of bazoyim, that is a bazoyim for the other ministers. So therefore, telling us that he has das wouldn't have mattered, it's still a bazoyim. Alamai, the, the shot that we brought Rabbi Huda is, as we had mentioned, that because he was an Indian of Nesiyas Chayim. And that is uh, hopefully answered all that answered all the questions. And that was a Gishmaka Rashi of how to read these Psukim. So that the Yigdal is somewhat different than we would think initially. The Yigdal is not that he finished nursing, rather the Yigdal means that he became Bukuma, that he had a height of a much older individual, or not a much older individual. He was according to Rashi, he was an older individual. He already had height, he wasn't a small two year old, he was an older individual somewhere between the ages of five and 12. And then when it says V'yigdal the second time, V'yigdal Moshe, it's because he's Moshe, he got that position. So V'yigdal Moshe, he got a position of power and therefore he was Yatza al-Achad. Everyone have a great Shabbos.